Today's episode of Shmi is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor.fm to be more specific. If you guys have not heard about Anchor, let me explain. First of all, it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. F-R-E-E free. Prior to me moving the home base of Shmi to Anchor, I was paying more than $20 a month for a different service to send out the podcast to you guys and I was not seeing anything in return. I was literally being robbed. So with Anchor, unlike myself, who has thousands of dollars in equipment to record the podcast, you don't need any of that. All you need is a phone or a computer because there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. Edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The other services I was using were expecting 10,000 people to listen to an episode for me to get like three bucks. That is not the case with Anchor. You could have just your mom listen to your podcast and you can make some money if she listens a lot over and over again. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the episode. Welcome back, you guys. You're listening to the Shmi Podcast. I am your host, Sam Pelissero, at not Sam Pelissero on Instagram and at Shmi Podcast. Guys, I have one of my favorite people of all time here today. She has literally known me for um for most of my life. She is someone who knows the history of me, the history of just so many parts of my life that. You guys ever have those people in your life where you're so lucky to be able to reminisce about childhood memories with, and you just can only do it with that one person because that one person has like outlasted so many different friendships and so many different, you know, just facets of your life. Well, this person has, and she's also that person who, when we don't see each other for a long time, it never changes anything. We just snap right back and pick up right where we left off. I am here with the one, the only Becky Wren. Hey! <laughs> oh my God, guys. Becky has known me since I was 12. I mean, she was 12 too, because we were in seventh grade together. Because we're the same age. Because we are from the same mom. No, I'm kidding. Could you imagine? This <laughs> is my paternity wild. test. We are brother and sister. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. Or be like sister, sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I moved to New Jersey in 2003, that is when I met Becky, because she was in my seventh grade class. But Becky... I kind of avoid how we know each other, but you can go into further detail of how do we know each other? Um, well, it was it was middle school. We met in middle school. Um, I can't, I'm not going to lie, I can't particularly remember like the first time I met Sam. Oh yeah, no, neither do I. Things yeah. like that. But it was the, oh, Memorial Middle School. <laughs> Memorial in Eatontown, New Jersey. That's funny because um, Becky was in my class both years and it was that weird like we didn't the way our middle school was set up was that we didn't always stick with the same people like every 
day. Like it sometimes changed up. Sometimes you're in art class with someone else and other people. But Becky and I always seem to share classes together because we were like on that same wavelength of like, we had no idea what the fuck we were doing in school. So somehow we like, we're always in that. We're just sliding by with like reality. The artist types, you know. But it's the truth though. It's so funny. Like that's how we always bonded. Yeah. Was that we did not fit in with literally anyone else. No, and, and I feel like the pool was so much smaller in middle oh school. Oh my god! So it was like there was maybe like five, six, six, maybe six of us yeah, at the time I mean, that yeah. were like the strange kids. Yes, and it's funny because I wasn't out of the closet yet. But no. do you want to know what is so funny though? Is I talked about this on episode five with my mom, like going to middle school there and that experience of the very first time I walked into class, someone in our class, I don't remember who it was, literally said, "Are you gay?" I'm like, I don't, I, I have no idea what that even means, but then. The longer that obviously I was in school, the quicker I realized what gay was. But one of the things that I want to start off by saying, Becky, is thank you because you're one of the people who you always knew who I was before I knew who I was. And you protected that and you saved that part of me whenever you could because you knew that, okay, Sam is not ready to be himself yet. You allowed me to date girls. Yep. Um, you allowed me to date that one girl in middle school who we won't name in case she doesn't want me on the podcast. No. You allowed me to make out with girls on the back of school buses. Uh, allowed <laughs> is possibly not the right word. But you knew, like, okay, Sam is just going through it. He's not who he wants to be yet because I don't think he even knows. And I don't know that 100% we always, like, knew but we were like, we could see this. Yes. For yes, sure. Yes. Like, yes. it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's your artist friends for you. But I just, I just like, thank you from the bottom of my heart because you're someone who literally would keep me alive at times where I didn't know how to keep going. Oh, of course. That's also good. To I know. Say. I'm like, yeah, stop. Yeah, 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 don't yeah. make me cry on this podcast right now. <laughs> it's too early for don't that. Don't make me get all mushy up on this podcast right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking down at my cue cards and I'm laughing already. Because one of the things that this had nothing to do with what we were going to talk about today, but somehow through Instagram, you and I started laughing about it together the other day was we discovered we both fucking hate cucumbers. Woo! What? <laughs> I thought I was the weird one because here's a, here's my side before I let you explain your disinterest and um, lack of pleasure from cucumbers. That sounded like weird that like you pleasure yourself with cucumbers. <laughs> I do not get pleasure from cucumbers. <laughs> and anyway, um, growing up, they were always in salads. And I never liked them because I was always like, I feel like I'm just chewing on a bunch of water that tastes like grass. And growing up, that was always the case. And I kind of sucked it up and ate them. And then as I got older and, you know, moved out and bought my own food and meal prep for my own, I always found myself buying cucumbers at the store, thinking in my head, I'm going to eat this and i never would it would stay wrapped in the plastic wrap and just shrivel shrivel up and mold in my fridge and i would throw it out and it would be that way for years until one day i realized sam you don't fucking like cucumbers you got to just let that train leave the station cucumbers are fucking gross and i think more people out there don't like cucumbers but they're just too afraid to just <laughs> just scream it from the rooftops <laughs> I'm like, I was an early. I always knew that I did not like cucumbers. But what I do love is sushi. And what really grinds my gears oh, is how they always put cucumber in sushi. See, I don't I don't eat sushi, so I don't I didn't know that. So they always put it in sushi and I what? I eat a lot of sushi. And I love it. 
And I'm like, get you nasty <laughs> water, dirt tasting nothing out of my sushi. It is in so much but sushi. Why? Because cucumber doesn't have like a full. When people are like, oh, no, oh they do it for I'm the, having cucumber sushi, water. they do it for the crunch, apparently. Oh, but, oh the peel. That's like, fucking... no, and for the crunchy factor, because a lot of sushi is oh, kind of like, softer like and crisp. mushy. Yeah. You gotta get the Ugh. crunch. Ugh. I don't need the crunch <laughs> if it tastes like dirt and water. <laughs> you don't need it. Well, that and motherfucking celery. Which is just its cousin. It's ugly cousin. <laughs> Celery is just the ugly cousin of it's cucumber. So and true. let's be real. And again, people who are, will turn them into water. Like, oh, I'm having my cucumber water or my celery water. I got Whole Foods. <laughs> it's like fifteen motherfucking dollars for celery water. And like, water tastes better by itself. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. That's the thing. It's not like you're enhancing the flavor. Like, you're oh, making it worse. You're making it worse. <laughs> you're ruining water. <laughs> and like the only time celery is okay is if it's like super like soaked into like a soup. And it's like because you can't taste it. You can't taste it. It doesn't matter. And, and it, she's I, become mushy, and she doesn't have a flavor anymore. She now tastes like the broth. <laughs> so she's fine. But cucumbers, no. Everybody's got to put cucumbers on a pedestal. Cucumbers got to be number one. They got to be in your water. They got to be in the middle of your sushi. Oh. They got to be in the middle of your salad. <laughs> like just a cucumber salad. Well, you know what? It is cancel culture. So you know what? We're canceling, We're canceling cu- cucumbers. Cucumbers today. are canceled. Done. Right now. Celery, better fucking watch out because you're next. You next, Co. The second next. the second you taste bad in a beef stew, you're done. <laughs> you better hold up in my beef stew. <laughs> okay, so that was our rant about cucumbers. <laughs> so one of the things that um I've always loved about Becky is her artistry and her being an artist. She's actually behind my first or my only tattoo i say first because i have one planned in my head that i'm keeping under wraps but my only tattoo on my rib cage that says it's always darkest before the dawn because i had always wanted that tattoo for years and at the time she was working at a tattoo parlor shop here in neptune new jersey uh tattooville and that's the reason why i got it was because i've always been so cautious about going somewhere for a tattoo that i have no sort of um like reputable person to be like oh sam they're great they won't you won't get an infection and so thank you also for being the reason why eric did my tattoo there i'm like also as a heavily tattooed person yeah yeah for those who don't who aren't watching on youtube she's like tattooed from head to toe I'm like, that makes my soul very happy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not only as an artist, but as a tattooed person, that makes me very happy. Yeah, yeah. And like, I always admire your tattoos. Thank you. Because like, there's not one, like I'm looking at you right now. There's not one tattoo on you that I'm not like, why would she? It's all like, yeah, no, that looks right. Like, and I don't even know the meaning behind a lot of them, but it's just looking at them. I'm like, that all, it all literally cohesively represents you. I'm like, it's just that, you know. I'm like, pick them and stick them. I like it. Put it there. Well, it's funny because my brother's the same way. My brother now, every time I see him, he has a new tattoo. Oh, is he all tattooed up now? It's crazy because you- Tell him to call me. You, you've known my brother since, I mean, for as long as obviously you've known me. And you and my brother during high school and that, and like, you know, beyond, kind of ran in the same um, crowd, being like the the punk, you know, anarchist, rebellious group. And he never really had a lot of tattoos because my mom was always against tattoos. But then post, you know, being at home. Yeah, he's he's had he looks just like you. He's tatted up like all over the place. Pick him and stick him. Pick him and stick him. That's on my Tinder profile. (laughs) 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 Um, And another thing that I love about Becky, guys, I'm I'm, I'm like, I'm like, um, I'm I'm gassing her up tonight. I'm loving all this (laughs) right now. Um, Is the fact that she's a makeup artist. 
And she's not like a... Um, I no, am a professional makeup yes, artist. Yes, and I'll just say, this is no shade, but she's not a YouTube makeup artist. She is a literal makeup artist. And that is kind of what we're going to be talking about today. We have a lot of opinions on makeup culture, beauty gurus, the whole drama with YouTube and, you know, the, the beauty community. I have an outside perspective because I literally don't know anything about makeup. And Becky has the inside scoop as a professional makeup artist. And I live in makeup. And she like literally lives in makeup. So that's the topic of today. Um, this is also, I realized, episode 13. Ooh. Which, like, what a perfect fucking number for you <laughs> to be on. That. <laughs> because, like, it's totally, like, it's totally your vibe. <laughs> Ooh, spooky 13. Unlucky. A little spooky dookie. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never heard that before. I'm stealing that. I am stealing that. Spooky dookie. Spooky dookie. So, I mean, honestly, let's just dive right into it. Um, yeah, right. And go. So what inspired me to want to make this episode was from an outside perspective, I've been watching all of the drama unfold with these beauty gurus on YouTube having their own brands and them crashing and burning epically because they aren't educated. They have absolutely no idea how to run a business. And the only reason why they ever got into makeup was because they watched other people do it on YouTube and thought, well, I, I, I wear makeup. Let me just take a stab at this. And it kills me inside because it's so unfortunately entertaining to me to watch these people on the Internet making millions of dollars and then crumble their careers because they put all of their being into these makeup palettes and these lipsticks. You guys know where I'm going with that. And all of a sudden, they poison people. They're harming people. The products are made with shit. And it's unfortunately entertaining to me because like that pain is pleasure feeling I get of, you know what? Karma got you good, bitch. Um, so I want to hear like your take on that. So that, that's what inspired me to, to open this episode up about because I was like, who better? To talk everything makeup than Becky. Than your personal makeup artist. Yes, yes. He was never done my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> never. But I am your local makeup yes, artist. Yes, 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 yes. So go. So like what... You know some of these references I'm making. I mean, I'm talking about Jaclyn Hill. I'm yeah. talking about James Charles, Jeffree Star, Patrick Star. Um... That's basically all the ones that I yeah. actually <laughs> I'm like, I mean, in the past... Like, in the mill. In the past few years or the past year or so, I mean, there's been so many mm -hmm. controversies and, like, drama and just ridiculousness that comes yeah. along with the beauty community. And, like, working day by day in the field, getting, like, having women ask me, like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? I'm like, they're, they don't necessarily matter as much as you think they do. Yeah. Ever. Ever. They are not currently working as makeup artists. They are not you. They are not your face. Um, half the time, it's very funny and entertaining. And of course, I read it and want to know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Um, but as a whole, accident. yeah, exactly. It's like, it's all, it's just entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't, like, it has nothing to really do with beauty. No. If you think about it that way. Yeah. It's all, you know what I mean? It has nothing to do with beauty. It has nothing to do with makeup artistry mm -hmm. ever. It's just your general hellfire that you love from the internet <laughs> and that you love from social media. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Like, 
the drama, the fights. Yeah. It's always like just something so arbitrary that mm-hmm. doesn't matter at all. But as far as the makeup artist standpoint on it, like half the time they're not really like sure they're they're skilled they can do their makeup they look nice can they do your makeup can they educate you on makeup yeah, really no. who knows mm-hmm. like which probably I, not i can say no because again let's talk about jacqueline hill yeah she like, clearly she clearly knew nothing about anything she was doing and she was unfortunately listening to other people probably recommending those labs to her probably recommending the um the minerals and all of the recipes for these lipsticks without doing her proper research because as someone who my career depends on my brand essentially i want to know everything about anything that i'm doing and this girl, Jacqueline Hill, just put out these lipsticks, kind of just closed her eyes, pointed to things and said, let's just fucking do it. Them moldy moldies. And they were moldy because they were from, I found out, like the most recent video that came out was that it was confirmed that these lipsticks were put into production years ago. And they sat in a warehouse because she didn't have the funds to afford them. And then so they sat in the lab or this warehouse. And then, then when she hadn't enough money, she was able to just literally send them out and have people buy them because her branding was totally different than the branding on the lipsticks. And I feel like the bigger thing about that is like as a whole. Yes. With people like James Charles put out a palette this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jeffree Star has his own makeup line that is actually fabulous. Yes. We'll talk yeah, yeah, no yeah. shit about. So Jeffrey like that Star. is. Yeah. We'll talk absolutely no, no shit, shit about Jeff, or Jeffrey Star. Star. No, absolutely no. not. And his cosmetics. Amazing. Beautiful. Great yes. quality. Yep. Always. Yep. Um, But I bought the James Charles palette. You did. I hated it. Really? I swatched it. Never put it on my face. I didn't like it. Wow. I bought it out of the hype. I used my Ulta rewards. <laughs> so I paid like $3 for it. Yeah. Um, And I feel like it's just something I should have in my arsenal to say I have it. But it's not my style. Which is so funny because as someone who has, again, no knowledge of makeup, when I see all these artists putting out palettes and different sort of makeup products, my mind is, don't we have enough? Like, don't we have enough makeup? <laughs> and I understand the difference between drugstore makeup that's affordable to people and then higher end like Jeffree Star and all those higher ends um, like Naked and um, Anastasia Beverly Hills, right? Yeah, yeah, you're doing good, you're doing good. So um, that I understand because that's for anything in life. There's going to be cheaper made products and higher quality products. But there's such an oversaturation of all of it. And I'm like, I, I don't even know. Like the only time that I've ever experienced not knowing but, but trying to figure out makeup is when I was... As my female character, Bertha, in Dylan and Sam, I wanted to up my game because for the first six seasons, my makeup, I'm, guys, I am not fucking shitting you. Are you ready for Sam this? Sam was. It was, it was not beat. It was, it looked like someone beat me up. But do you want to know what I used as makeup? I used a lipstick that continuously melted. And that's why I had to refreeze it to reform it for years. So, and I mean, probably Revlon or something. Yeah, right? something cheap from like uh, Walmart. And then my eyeshadow, because I only ever did a lipstick. It was always blue. It was always blue, but the eyeshadow was an eyeshadow. It was a 
um crayola kids makeup marker Stop. so it was just like this blue filmy like plasticky shit that was put on my eyelids and called a day and so you know when i made the final season because it was high production i was like i'm gonna buy real makeup i remember going to the store being like i'll get a brush but then like there's so many brushes and I was like, i'll get a blue shave and then there's so many different shades of blue and some had glitter some i didn't some were matte some were i'm like i don't know what i'm doing and i remember facetime facetime my sister emma and because she used to work for target and target has good quality makeup brands and she was like get the elf brand get this get that whatever whatever and i was like i am so relieved to not be a female because i don't think that i could make it i don't think that i would survive as a female because I had a hard time picking up makeup for my sort of drag persona. But for you, I'm like, like, you look like this to me looks like a natural look. Like, I, I, like it looks like you have a lip and some eyeshadow on. I don't know. But you know what I mean? But like, for all I know, that that's what it is. But then you could be like, oh, Sam, this is 30 different types of foundation. Again, I know nothing. Yeah. Um, you're like, that is so wrong. No one wears 30 different types I'm of like, foundation. Samuel, I have false eyelashes on today. Which I never wear. Really? Yeah. You wore a lash for me. I wore me. lashes for you. You're my the darling. third woman who came on the podcast and specifically put on lashes for the podcast. It films better. Maybe, maybe I should start like a shmi lash line. <laughs> oh my god! See, and that's my thing. That was like going back to Jacqueline yes, Hill. Yes. So like all these, like I'm not talking anything about Jeffrey Star, mm-hmm. but like, uh, you know, what's the name? James Charles linked up with Morphe, which is an amazing brand. But I thought the palette was garbage. Yes. Jacqueline Hill also linked up with Morphe and then did her own thing. And my thing is about like quality. Like you have a big name. You're a, you know, you're a prevalent part of the community. Yes. You're a part of the community to the point where people like they want to buy it just because your name is on it. Literally. And for you to put out a bad quality product to me is utterly ridiculous. No. You know, like. You lose respect. And like the beauty community has come so far. And there's been so many products. Like, I've been doing makeup for about five years. Okay. And I am, like, a fraction of where everything started to really grow and get crazy. And, like, for the idea that at this point in the game, you guys can't put out Uh, an amazing product every time. When there's brands that are affordable and less well-known that put out amazing products. And you have a big name and all these resources. And you put out moldy lipsticks garbage lipsticks or you put out a palette that me as a professional makeup artist thinks is garbage and not only that but and I not know just f- me but like a bunch of people i talked to thought that it i was, was gonna awful. say i've i've watched reviews i i'm that that viewer who i watched jeffree star's videos i watched these 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 makeup artists uh, no sorry they're not makeup artists these beauty gurus videos because i'm curious yeah i want to understand what all the hype's about and it blows my mind because one of the top makeup lines in our world right now. I, I love how I said world as if there's like other worlds. Like in, in our world. In our world. I mean, uh, Mars. Know, but but um, is Kylie Jenner's. And she literally is a billionaire. And I have never seen or heard one good thing about anything she has ever put out and she is like the face of of beauty right now like she is like that face of the 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 wealth of of what you can get from having a fucking makeup line and i literally watched like jeffree star review 
her makeup. Yeah, and review. Did you watch the one where he reviewed her new skincare? Yeah, with Shane Dawson. And both of them were, uh, Shane Dawson was burning. His face was literally burning. And I feel Shane Dawson because I'm also a sensitive skin sister. But like, like girl, but girl, if fucking Kylie Jenner brand skincare is making someone's skin do that, like, you got the money and the resources to literally make that shit as organic and clean as and possible. And as wonderful and effective and like perfect. Come, come like, on. Like, you can make an... I have... I told you. I told Sam this early when we spoke about doing a podcast. I was like, you want to talk about the community? Talk to me about Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Because yeah. I have so many... I know, I know. And I'm not coming for her as a no. human being. No. I don't care that much. No. It has nothing to do with her. It's her like, fucking brand. <laughs> Kylie, if you're listening, like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> um, But not only has she shaped the way that people view the way that your makeup should look and the way that you should feel about yes. your face, yeah. but now she's putting out products that are... I'm sorry, like they're all trash. They're like tr- garbage. Fight me, fight me. I don't like her lipsticks, and I don't like her skincare, and I don't like her eyeshadow palettes. Is and it- anything that she's put out is always never as good as something else. Like there's always yeah. an alternative yeah. that's so much better that doesn't have her dumb face. And on it. it's so funny because they always say, "Oh, the self-made billionaire." Oh, Kylie Jenner is a self. Like you're not self-made at all. Jeffree Star, self. Made. Jeffries are very self-made. Like, like literally self-made. It's, it's controversial and whatever within the beauty community, but like I have nothing but respect for Mr. Jeffries. Oh no, you can't. I sure, mean, you can be a bad person, but like who can't? Like who doesn't have their bad moments? And if you're going, if, you're, if we're coming down to work, yeah. Like, oh my god. Oh my he god. He's consistently yes, yes, amazing. Tell like like again. I literally know nothing, but what I do know is I have never seen a video of someone being like this product flopped. Yeah, because he clearly cares about. It. He's passionate about it. But people like Kylie Jenner and Jacqueline Hill only see the dollar signs. Putting it out. Yeah, exactly. Putting it that shit out. And like I will say, I, I agree. I think Jeffrey is putting out a palette or a lipstick mm-hmm. to make sure that it's a good palette or a good yeah. lipstick because yeah. he wants a good palette or a good lipstick. Right? And that's so funny. Is because it matters to him. And so this actually can tie back into just the Shmi podcast is we were talking about this earlier on my couch is so Jeffrey makes things for everyone, but he thinks about, I want a good makeup line for me. When I did my research to do the podcast, I was listening, listening to podcasts and figuring out what works and what doesn't work for me. And I was like, I want, I would want to make a podcast that I want to listen to, that I would listen to. Why would I ever put anything out that I wouldn't touch? And I think about that for sponsors. If Shmi ever gets sponsor, um, sponsors, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to be fucking sponsored by Coca-Cola. Want to know why? Because I don't drink Coke and I don't believe people should drink Coke. Fucking high fructose corn syrup causes cancer, bitch. So why would I ever... Spon- get myself sponsored by someone who I don't believe in. And it's not about selling out. But it is about selling out. Because I feel like that's the thing. Like with Jacqueline Hill and Kylie, it's all about money. You're right. And it's You're not right. about the passion. It's not about what you care about. And that's the difference between a quality Okay, you human. got me. You got me. You I, re- I retract saying? my statement. Yeah, retract my statement. You guys heard it here first. Because Shmi will never sell out. <laughs> Shmi will never sell out. You might take a sponsor to get some money, yeah. but it's a sponsor you believe in. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know? Like, and that's, Mama's got to pay her bills. Mama's got to pay her bills. And I understand Miss Jacqueline Hill maybe has to pay some bills, but there's no reason to give yeah. me a moldy lipstick. Yes. Do you want moldy lipstick? You don't want moldy lipstick. Yeah. You don't want a bad sponsor. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break and me and Becky will be right back. <laughs> 
And we are back. So <laughs> we took like a little bit of a break. <laughs> Becky refilled her wine. I refilled my water because I'm like, you know, I'm trying to work on this eight pack. So. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to just touch upon something really quick that I feel very passionate about. Again, I know nothing about makeup, but I do know as a gay man, that drag queens do not get enough recognition for their talent, their skill, their job, and their makeup, their makeup skills. So many times have I watched daytime TV where lately, for the past few years, the the hostesses on these talk shows have been given credit saying that their makeup artists learned from drag queens. And a lot of females are learning skills of how to do makeup from drag queens. So not only are drag queens not getting the credit for the fact that they're stuffing their balls back up into their body and taking their wieners and literally pulling them as high as they can and duct taping them to their taints and performing for hours like that, (laughs) but also all the makeup. They have to put on more makeup than a biological woman to look like a biological woman. Think about that. They have to um, glue down their eyebrows. For people who don't know, they take Elmer's glue sticks, the purple kind, and they glue them down so that way it creates a clear, flat base. And then from there, they create a literal face on their face. I was actually telling Sam earlier, my viewpoint on a lot of beauty bloggers and stuff like that is, you know, at this point in time when people get into makeup, nowadays a lot of people really, like, they watch a lot of beauty gurus and they watch a lot of makeup tutorials and things like that. And when I was first getting really into makeup, what I did was I watched, number one, I watched Drag Race. I watched lots of Drag Race because who doesn't? And it's entertaining and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I was getting into makeup, so I realized how wonderful drag queens are at their makeup. Yes. And then I watched... There's, like, series on WoW Presents on YouTube. Yes. With all the drag queens doing their makeup and doing makeup tutorials. And I watched every single one of those. Yes. I watched uh, James St. James did the whole series where it's called Transformations. Yeah. I watched every episode of Transformations with James St. James. And, like, watched these drag queens do his makeup. And watched them do their makeup. Watched them do his makeup. I watched, you know, Drag Race. I watched just anything with drag queens doing the makeup. Yeah. Because to me, it was so much more like me and Sam know each other from high school. And it was way before my makeup days Mm -hmm. in high school. I didn't wear a lick of makeup. I walked into that school every day, naked face, maybe some mascara if I was feeling fancy. Rocking a hoodie, probably. Yeah, rocking a hoodie and some torn up jeans yeah, and yeah. a little band t-shirt. And I was like covered in paint. Like, I'm an artist. Like, yeah, I yeah. paint and like, meh. And like, that was my thing. And like, I, the beauty community wasn't even like a thought in my brain. It and it even, wasn't in most people's brains. It wasn't a thing then. There wasn't, exactly. Yeah, there, there weren't YouTube But I wasn't even like, like a girl who cared about her appearance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah. I was a wild child looking crazy and ridiculous up in that fucking mom's original. Peter Pan lost boy status. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> girl, girl was looking wild. The hair was big. Jeans were torn. No makeup. Nothing. Maybe a little acne. <laughs> who knows? But... 
when I first finally started doing makeup, I was like, well, I don't like identify with these like quote unquote beautiful women. And I don't mm-hmm. identify with these people who seem to care so much about somebody else's opinion. I identify with drag queens. I drive, yes. I identify with the artists, Yes, you know? And when I watched all these videos, I was like, like, yes, like they're, they're painting, they're creating, they're making something new. Out I'm getting of- chills. This is inspiring. Thank you. Oh my God. But, <laughs> but, um, like I watched so many, mm-hmm. I watched so many seasons of Drag Race. I watched so many, like I watched, like I said, every episode of the James St. James series. I watched every makeup tutorial that a drag queen ever put out because to me it was so much more fascinating to see somebody really change their face. Yes. Than to just see a girl be like, I'm gonna make my eyebrows a little bit better. And yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I was like, that's boring. Like, and like, or just see somebody do their makeup. Like, I'm like, okay, I can figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Whatever. But to me, like, drag queens, I agree, like, have never gotten recognition. No. And have never, like, it's, besides the fact that it's, like, such a high makeup artistry. Like, it is ridiculous. But you know what? They are getting the credit now. from now from the fucking Emmys. People are winning Emmy awards for the makeup they're doing on RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Raven won a fucking Emmy award. Which is crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last, I think last season... Uh, the Emmys, she won, or two seasons ago. But yeah, like, and when you look at the nominations for RuPaul's Drag Race, besides of the host of being RuPaul, or even like the production of it all, most of it has to do with the makeup and the wardrobe, which is so, uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just so astounding that we finally have reached a place where that can be professionally recognized. I was saying, of course, as a makeup artist, I understand that like this is not like functional for most people. Mm-hmm. But as an artist, yes, I value it so much, and I find it so fascinating. Yes, and like I've never done drag makeup on myself mm-hmm. because I don't have to. No, I'm, no, no, no. I'm a biological woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's ridiculous, like the way that it translates as art. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, like, totally. Watching. Like, I watched, like, some Trixie Mattel stuff mm-hmm. where, like, she <laughs> goes ham oh, on changing the shape of her face. Yes. You know what I mean? And, like, to me, it's, like, that is so fascinating mm-hmm. as a makeup mm-hmm. artist and as an artist. Yes. To be, like, wow. Like, there's so much you can do with this. Yeah. 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 Well, it's unfortunate, though, is that we just praised all of these positive things about the makeup and the makeup community. But now um, we touched upon it, but we should really deep dive into the darker parts because that's going to be the takeaway from this episode. Because I, again, I will say this many times, but, you know, just as like a disclaimer, I don't know too much about makeup, but I'm not a naive human living in 2019 who can't see the negative effects that makeup and that community is having on the younger generation. Because obviously the older you get, the less impressionable you become. But people like your favorite pal, Kylie Jenner, are pumping out products that are shit that are profiting off of the younger generation because they see that name, Kylie Jenner, and they think um, automatically that is someone who I want to be. I want to have billions of dollars. I want to have 13 cars. I want to be on TV. I want want a big butt. I want a big butt and big lips that aren't none of that is real. So they buy these makeup products. And it's sad that that's always been the way for people who are in the entertainment industry. It's always been that way. It'll always be that way. But it's sad that that's now 
that dark, gross swamp has leaked itself into YouTube, where it's supposed to be real people doing real things and having real businesses that you can support. And they're literally now becoming just as manipulative I mean, as these celebrities. Social media. And it's, oh, like, let's talk about social media or something. Like, it's, and as a professional makeup artist and as somebody who works with the general population, yeah, just trying to, you know, get you a face of makeup that works for you for said event or get you a face of makeup that works for you for every day. Yeah. It makes you feel good. And, A piece of makeup that you take home and you use a lot and you love. Yeah. Like for me as a professional makeup artist working in the sales field, technically, Mm -hmm. it's social media and YouTube and beauty bloggers have almost ruined all of it. Yeah. And it's funny because I started like right before the wave Mm -hmm. or like Mm -hmm. right as the wave started. Yeah. So it was like I like witnessed the whole spectrum Mm -hmm. of the social media, YouTube blogger wave yes in you know beauty mm-hmm. and it's just utterly ridiculous the things that i hear come out of women's mouths at work where they come into work and they're like hey i need this because i need my face to look like this because this Ugh. and i'm like like as a humanitarian mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. artist mm-hmm. and a weirdo mm-hmm. by nature, mm-hmm. I'm like, no. <laughs> We're no. going to shut that down. We're now. shutting that down right now. <laughs> you don't need to look like anything. No, no. What you want, yes. what you want to yes. feel like is yes. one situation, but yes. you don't need anything, girlfriend. And like, you don't like, you don't need any of this. When they're like, what do we need? I'm like, nothing. Nothing. Oh my God. You oh my need God. to wake up and feel good, girl. Can I, can I say something? Because I'm getting like, I'm now getting emotional because one thing that I've always preached, because you know my history with my body dysmorphia, um, is I was able to cure myself of that and overcome my relationship, my terrible relationship with food because I learned about the beauty within. Yeah. And I learned that when I'm feeling good inside, I'm looking good outside. And that is the problem with our world today and why I took my almost a year break from social media is that it consumed me and I started falling back into old habits because I was wanting to look like people online, but that's not what the reality is ever going to be. And unfortunately, the closest experience besides myself that I have with that relationship with your body and the internet and makeup is my ex and is that you know he also had a lot of you know body image issues and towards the end of our relationship he started wanting to dabble with makeup and he always thought that i was against it because you know, a mask for masks. We're like, I can't do it. A guy who wears makeup. Because he, he didn't want to do crazy makeup. He just wanted to fill in his eyebrows because he didn't like the way his eyebrows looked. Or like, you know, he wanted to put on um, some cover up on his pimples. Uh, what Like whatever. Like, I don't care. I have nothing against that. And then he wanted to paint his nails sometimes because he, he wanted to cover up his nails. And then it was like that realiz- realization that he doesn't have the beauty within. 
So I remember telling him one time, I have nothing against you being curious of using makeup. You know me. Why would Sam Palacero have any sort of um, halts of that? What it is is that it makes me afraid that you're just covering up issues and insecurities and a darkness that only needs to see the light. When you let that darkness out to see the light, it fucking goes away because you're not allowing it to have control over you anymore. So wear makeup. I have nothing against makeup, but you got to own yourself. So then that way your makeup doesn't own you. Like as a makeup artist, as who wear, I wear makeup. Yeah. I wear makeup almost every day of my life. And the amount of makeup I wear differentiates throughout the day. It depends on what day it is. Yeah. Yeah. I have lashes and brows, Becky. I have full beatdown, Becky. <laughs> I have just lashes, Becky. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. have like full beatdown, crazy, like actually Trixie Mattel looking Becky. Yeah, yeah. There's so many different versions. And it all depends on what I'm doing, where mm-hmm. I'm going, and how I'm feeling. And I think that it's ridiculous that like there are people in the world who think that like they have to do the full wham bam oh. every fucking day before they leave the house. And that breaks my heart. It, no, and it, working. Like, I will say, like, there's, like, the yin and the yang of working with women. Yeah. And, like, there's moments where I'm like, you're so dumb. <laughs> I can't even, like, fathom why you feel the way you do. Yeah, yeah. But then sometimes I'm like, I get it. Like, social media and the media and mm-hmm. the world has made you think yeah. that you need to do this every day. And, Bullshit. like, baby girl, like, Bullshit. you're going to shop, right? It's okay. Yeah. You just, I'm, and I understand, like, sometimes when I go to shop, right? Yeah, I put mascara and mm-hmm. eyebrows on mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because it makes me feel good. Yeah. But sometimes when I go do my daily life, I wear nothing mm-hmm. because I don't want to, you know? And like mm-hmm. that dichotomy of like all of the beauty community mm-hmm. is ridiculous to me. Yeah. That there are people who feel so pressured yeah. by looking on Instagram mm-hmm. and looking on their mm-hmm. phone and looking mm-hmm. on, you know, YouTube and yes. they see Kylie Jenner. And all these people who look drop dead gorgeous all the time. All the time. And believe me, it goes far past makeup. It goes into your your body. Yes, yes. And that's something that me and you can probably talk about in a whole separate life. Oh, it's a whole separate, a whole separate episode. episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like the queen of <laughs> the opposite yeah. where I'm like, you can just be chubby in your bikini. Yes, You yes, can be hairy. Yes, yes. Like, like, I've literally been at work and women... I. I Literally a couple of days ago at work. I work six days a week right now. I was telling Sam. A girl the other day asked me how I justified not wearing makeup to work today. No, she fucking did it. To work in the makeup community. And I was like, do you want to know? Do you want my real answer? Is that I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> and fuck you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. Like, I, I'm I'm clean. Yes. I'm clothed. Like, yes. I'm good. I'm ready for yes. work. I yes. still have a full face of makeup on. Yes. Yes. Like, I'm not unprofessional. I'm not rolling here in my jammies. No. Like, what? Like, it's... Uh, my my naked face is unacceptable to you right now? That's Like, are you up. kidding me? That's crazy. And I've been working as a makeup artist for, like, five years now. Yeah. Like, I have yeah. a broad spectrum mm-hmm. of understanding mm-hmm. and knowledge. Mm-hmm. I can do my job yeah. without makeup on my face. One thing that I just like, thought about is my friend Kelly, who was on episode 11 with me, um, who by, this, by the time this one comes out, obviously they came out, but she's the one who I did the uh, parody themed yes. episode with. 
One thing, one thing she said, I don't know if this is on the podcast or off, but we were talking about relationships and how you dating someone should just be like the salt bay of your life. Like your life is fucking fantastic. Everything about your life is fucking fantastic. And then that person you're dating just adds a little bit of extra spice you didn't have before. That is how I think people's relationship with makeup should be. Yeah. As you look fucking thebomb.com, inside, outside, you don't you don't need makeup, but you want makeup. Exactly. And you put a little bit of makeup on to enhance what you feel like you already look great. Or at. you put a shit ton of makeup on. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you yeah. feel like it. Yeah, you feel like it. But it shouldn't you're right. You you shouldn't feel tied to having to look that way because that's not who you are. You don't you're not Beyonce. You don't <laughs> wake up looking that way. Uh-uh, and like uh-uh. it just is what it is, girl. Yeah. And like the fact that people can't accept their naked face or my naked face. That was that I cannot fucking believe someone in the makeup industry said that to you. Like, bitch, you should know how it feels. I was like, girl, and what I'm not trying to I'm not naming names. She, probably, <laughs> she may not watch this. No, I uh, yeah. But yeah. also, baby girl was like six months pregnant with a kid at home. And I was like, how are you not too tired to do makeup? <laughs> like, I'm exhausted by putting mascara on. Like, what? Girl, what? And I'm not pregnant, nor do I have a kid at home. No! Like, <laughs> oh, my God, but guys. But so basically what... Yeah, the point is... The point is that what YouTubers and beauty gurus and basically just Miss Kylie Jenner, fuck you, Kylie <laughs> Jenner did to the beauty community... And women as a yeah. freaking whole yeah. right now in yeah. 2019 is crazy mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I've, like I said, I've always been like a very humanitarian. I've always been very like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been a free spirit. I've been an artist. Yes. yes. I've, I'm an individual mm-hmm. through and mm-hmm. through. And I believe that people just are who they are. And that there's a amount, immense amount of beauty. Yes. To yes. being who you are. Yeah. And that contradicts so hard with my line of work. It's not here funny. I know. But, <laughs> but I mean, everything has a silver lining. Everything has, like you said, the, what was it earlier? The flip? The, the flippy. The flippy. Everything in life has a flippy, meaning a good and a bad side to the it. The yin and the yang, the flippy. But it's how you fucking manage it and how you deal with it yeah. when you end up on that flippy. And that's the problem with, believe me, it's not just the big community, mm-hmm. it's humans yes you know what i mean like how they decide to view it yep. is their problem all right well, we'll be right back i almost said after these messages there's not any messages but <laughs> but maybe there will oh, maybe there will be we'll be right back you guys so we are back so becky and i just <laughs> discovered another commonality that we have i am sorry mom and dad or any family members that are listening but we discovered that we are both dick psychics we can look at a guy and know whether he's hung or not. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> off the topic of the beauty community. Yeah, this is so off topic. Some people can just look at a person yes. and know. Yes. And it's, I'm never, I'm never wrong. I mean, I have my own personal viewpoint. <laughs> and I do think besides the fact that obviously I could look at you and tell if you're hung, men and their wieners have similarities. A man looks like his wiener as a woman. <laughs> I would say that I think that men kind of look like their wieners. So, it's like, you know how like, people always say, like, oh, you look like your dog. <gasps> you look like your dog, boy. Oh, my God. But you look like your wiener. Yeah. Do like, I look like my wiener? You probably do. I mean, I don't remember from high school. I remember the picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I remember yeah, the picture, yeah. but I'm not positive if you. But, but if you show me the picture. I'm also thinking about, like, all my exes. Like, 
They look like they're dicks. Kind of, yeah. They do. Yeah. You all look like Yoenas. Wow. And like everybody's genitalia fits them. Ew, it's so true though. It's very true. I mean, we can have a separate separate <laughs> podcast. A third episode. Oh, we're gonna have a third episode about sexual human or human sexuality or whatever. Oh my god. But yeah. Um <laughs> Okay, wait, let's let's reel it back in to makeup and body positivity. Uh, let's talk about makeup or body positivity. I mean, wiener. this is body body positivity. Boys True. look like they're wieners. So True. whatever. I mean, like positivity. And what, do like, girls look like their areolas? Is that how that works? Well, no, we look like our... Our, our little... Tooth, our cookies. Our, our tootsie loo-hoos. Our cookies. <laughs> All right. So to um bat off of the fact that becky and i were knocking on all these makeup artists over the past hour for having their own palettes one of the things that i always laugh at is like their name choices jeffree star's makeup palettes always have really you know great name choices because it's about his they're always on brand his his makeup names are always literally on brand with him some of the of these other makeup artists just like this is um vanilla vanilla oh because it's blue it's like vanilla's not fucking blue cheryl yeah or they're like oh my god creme brulee oh my it's always food it's always food but i like love love hope like oh okay so i decided why not make up a shmi palette and so I have a six shade mini palette. Oh, I can't wait to buy called it. Called the Shmi palette. And it's gonna make me a better person. It will be. So the first one I have is called Smoke and Mirrors. And it's a gray. Because the reason why I say smoke and mirrors is that everyone doesn't realize that I don't film this at a professional podcast studio. They think I do until they're a guest and they go, Oh my God, all of your Instagram pictures are smoke and mirrors because I, I knew well you knew because you bitch, bitch you my friend you know you've been bitch, known. I knew. <laughs> um so i think that's an appropriate name for the, the 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 gray color and it's a smoke and mirrors then i have blue balls as as the blue color because it's blue balls i mean like it's yeah it's, it's, it it's better than ocean ocean and waves. it's because of the the, the blue in in the shmi so i thought that could be blue balls shmi then i have black because it represents the voodoo because ryan and i got voodoo curse and that color is called done fucked up done <laughs> fucked up it'll be done fucked up is this d-u-n no d-o-n done done actually yeah you're right it, it should be it should be d-u-n d-u-n done fucked up <laughs> fucked up i done fucked up and then i have the purple before the purple pink ring around the word shmi in the logo as Grimace. <laughs> oh. Grimace from McDonald's. But Grimace is like a true beauty icon. <laughs> what? Grimace is a big body beauty. Oh, Grimace. He's iconic. <laughs> In my book. Which Grimace I- is a big body beauty icon. Oh, Grimace. You should get him tattooed on you. Uh, no. <laughs> I take that back. Um, and then I have <laughs> I have a neon green called What Dat? <laughs> what that? What that? Yeah, what that? Because honestly, like, when would you use that? Like, what that? I mean, I would four twenty. <laughs> oh shit! And then the last one is a red, and it's called and I oop. And I oop <laughs> because we had the conversation about and I oop earlier. Earlier, because I feel like red can represent so many things in red as a is like a caution or a stop sign. So it's like and I oop. And I oop. Yeah. I so. mean, red to me would definitely be like. <laughs> Menstruation. <laughs> Don't care. And like, like, ooh, 
And I, whoop, I got my period. That's hilarious. So that is the Shmi palette. Now at Alta Sephora and everywhere else. I'm Nordstrom and Macy's and Men. <laughs> and in the Walmart bargain bin. <laughs> <laughs> and in the Goodwill bin. Oh, my God. Biatch. So that was the Shmi palette, guys. And another thing. Because we are nearing, uh, uh. We're, we're nearing the end. Becky's like, fuck. So Ow. this is for people on YouTube. I am pulling out our ah! two. <laughs> so I pulled this out. <laughs> yeah, I already hurt. I pulled this out in episode two, but I'm bringing it back out for episode 13. It's me and Becky's 2005 eighth grade yearbook. Something you guys should know about Becky is she avoided for since seventh grade and on taking any yearbook photos. She was always. I am the elusive shanties. <laughs> She always was in the back of the of the, the the bus. Oh no, that was me. I mean me too. We were there. She she was always in the back of, of the yearbook under the not pictured list. Every seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth, the whole thing. Did you even take a senior photo? No. Oh, so she you were you're the queen of I physically took one. I remember doing it, but they didn't put it in the yearbook. Because they were like, we have to, you got to. They have to honor my fucking like thing. You got to, got to defend the crown. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then I looked up, I, I looked up, I opened up the yearbook and that's when I fucking found it. In eighth grade, Stop. Becky. And I'm like, you're wearing a hoodie. <gasps> she, she was voted no! under eighth grade superlatives. Most oh unique. Oh my God. This photo is like. <laughs> What? Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, this podcast is about to get loud. It's give me a, give most me most unique. <laughs> Joseph Brady. Which, shout uh, out to my first crush. Yeah, he he could. I was get so it. in love with him. I saw him naked. In I was so room. in love with him. Oh, weird boy. Yeah, skinny, skinny weird man. And but um, definitely hung. <sighs> For sure. Look at him. Oh. <laughs> Again, I saw him naked in the locker room. I was like, Huge. I'm gay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Most unique. Joseph Brady and Becky Wren. Like, but what was he unique for? Did he did he draw? No. <laughs> he <laughs> just looks like he listens to Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this fucking classic? Oh my god. But hold on, hold on. Wow. I Let hate me see myself. It. Well, are you ready for me? I didn't get voted as anything. Also, I love how our friends. <laughs> I got a super laxative because, um, yeah. Well, also, um, really quick, because I, so guys, you know, I moved away my senior year, but Becky told me, you you don't remember this, but that's always stayed put with me because, again, you've always been someone who kept me alive in moments that I was in the dark. So I was in the dark a lot for my senior year because I had to fucking move to Colorado. But you texted me the day everyone voted for senior superlatives and you voted me for most likely to be famous. And you told me that. And that's always stuck with me because yet again, someone who's always believed in me being me. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Ew, I but, love so you. Ready for this? Ew, look, I love you. Look at, look at, look at me. Where am I? <laughs> you put some random <laughs> And it was so funny. Is the reason, the reason why there was a, bl like a, like a, like a block <laughs> drawn on me is because Danielle, our friend Danielle drew a penis on me and I didn't want my mom seeing it. So I covered up with like a, with like a Sharpie marker. Oh and the reason why this is all blacked out is that's whatever Danielle said to me, but I I knew it was like wildly inappropriate, so I blacked it out. So, but I, to this day, I really wish I could fucking like somehow oh like like right like like I would put it to the light. I would do the whole thing. I never could fucking no. figure. I know. I, I know. Becky. Oh Sam. my god. Oh wait. Oh my god. You wrote my yearbook. 
Sam, I love your mullet. <laughs> Bad penis drawing. And your nips. Love, <laughs> Becky. Oh. That's it. That's all I wrote. I forgot you wrote my yearbook. Oh, my God, you guys. If you could see this, she drew a, a penis with hairy ass balls. Uh, hairy balls. Very hairy <laughs> that. balls. That. Oh, my God. <gasps> I'm. Memories. <laughs> all alone in the moonlight. Also, what the fuck is with that movie coming out? Really quick. Uh, you see that trailer? Yeah. That I fucking did. nightmare. <laughs> I, I'm upset because I really loved Cats. I don't know. And what the fuck? I loved it and I saw it as a kid. And I loved it. Yes, we went to go see Cats as a family when I was a kid because, like, we were a cat house. Oh. Yeah. And. Mr. Rubber would be very upset. Mm. All right. Well, we should really wrap this episode up. Unfortunately. It's time to go out. Um, is there anything else that you want to say, Becky? I, I don't know. Don't put pressure on me. Um, okay. Well, I, <laughs> so my closing statements from this episode is just love yourself, guys. Love your bare, naked, true, authentic self. Wear the makeup. Don't let the makeup wear you. Thank you for leading, Sam. Yeah. I needed that. <laughs> You're like, I would have never been able to get that out. That I'm out like, what I would like to end with is, number one, I fucking love you. Oh, I love you. I mean, love you. Stop. We'll talk about it off camera. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the beauty community is, I work in it. I live in it. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. Huge, huge, massive part of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but it's bullshit. Yeah. And like you said, you don't let somebody tell you what makes no. you feel pretty. No, 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 and no, no. no, no. I don't care what it is. Going through your Instagram, any yeah. of shit. Yeah. Do not let the world tell you what makes you pretty. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. I'm talking to you, Sam. <laughs> well, on that note, I am your host, Sam Pelicero, at not Sam Pelicero on Instagram and at Shmi Podcast. This was my co-host, Becky Rin. That is this episode of Shmi. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.